Mikaela, and how are you, Rene, today? I'm great, though it's really hot today and was hot yesterday, but other than that, I'm great. Thanks Good. for asking. How about you? Fine. It's pretty hot in here, too, so... Alrighty. Well, and what's the topic for today, my dear? Oh, today we are going to talk about money and relationships. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, because seriously, the relationships today are very different than they used to be. <laughs> and we all know that money is always a problem. It can be a big problem. But the way relationships are going now, I think it's even worse than it used to be before. I have to agree with you. Yeah, then people go on guilt trips over money. So, I mean, like, I don't know, like, how often do you think people, like, for example, one person thinks they are the problem in the relationship because of money or or that their partner is the problem because of money or that, or that they're both the problem? Like, Well, I think it will depend a lot on the kind of person you are. Because we all know that we have uh, some kind of um, money abusers, right? That will take every opportunity to tell you that you own them for doing that and doing this. And this is very toxic. You shouldn't do that because you never know if the situation can change in any time. But you have a lot of people who like to, you know, to put it on your face oh, I did that for you when you were in trouble or I paid for this and, you know, mm, that's yeah. a big problem because it's bullying your partner some somehow. Yeah, it can make you feel uncomfortable or that there's some cases I've heard where, where like the guy will will invite the woman out first and once they've been intimate or whatever, the guy will say, okay, uh, you know what, can we split the bill, even though the guy has, you know, proposed intimacy or whatever, and maybe that other, per the woman doesn't want to follow through and does, and then they go to a motel, and then the guy comes up with something like that, or simply at a restaurant, you know? But, you know, in, in that matter, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, it depends on the way you do it. But I don't think that all the time it's a bad thing or a good thing that the man is the only one who pays the bill. I mean, you can be in a relationship and, you know, go out like three, four times, maybe more. And maybe one of the, these days you can just decide, you know what, I'm going to take it. I'm gonna, yeah, you know? but there you know what I'm exactly. getting at is without surprises, you know, yeah. or, or go Dutch, you know, 50-50. Yeah, That's I think it's a way you take the the situation or how you tell things that can change a lot of the, well, the image of what you want to, to, to say. I mean, it's different when a person is just used to, you know, to, to go with you because you, she knows or he knows that you're going to pay the bill, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to go with her or with him because he's always the one paying and whatever. And so he's using you because you have the money. That's another thing who is bad, you know? Because I used to yeah. know a guy who was, like, um, always saying lies and stuff like that. And 
trying to to go where I don't know you want to eat some hamburgers and he will go with you and he will say oh I don't have money and whatever so in order for you to pay and I remember one of my friends telling him you know what I'm not gonna pay so if you don't have money I'm so sorry but it was like you know stopping this person to using that other person just you know to give me some food yeah so yeah. that's another abuse there you know Absolutely. That's why I think, I don't know, depending on the culture, because there are some cultures still where the man insists on paying, but that's disappearing in a lot of parts of the world. Honestly, I just think people have to be truthful and, and say, you know, right now I can't, or right now let's go 50-50, or maybe I paid today and next time you pay. But moral... Yeah, more, I think you have to be honest since mm -hmm. the beginning and you know I mean it's fun when we won't say no when someone wants to pay the bill of course it's always nice but sometimes you know just saying okay I will pay my part or whatever even if maybe if you are start uh, in early dating like some you can be a very surprising just gesture when you say oh no this time it's gonna be me you know I think it will be very good thing and the other person will be kind of surprised in the good way mm -hmm. yeah but what about like in a relationship like one that's already you know like you're because that's early dating but like if you're already in a relationship and mm -hmm. the person like you both have jobs and suddenly one of you you know either gets fired or your business collapses what should you do there well first of all i think one of the the most important things you have to do in that matter is to be supportive because you don't know if he was fired if he did something wrong or just the company was like oh you don't suit the the, the numbers anymore so you know i'm gonna change i need another person so yeah that's gonna be a problem in the relationship But I think you can support your partner and make a plan with him and try to, to find something that he can do or a way, you know, just to help him to, to get back on his way and uh, on foot, you know? Yeah, get back on his feet. I do know a case uh, relatively close to home, uh, a friend. Uh, her husband worked for a company for 20 years and... Out of the blue, the company decided to downsize and this man, her husband, was left without a job. Um, they didn't uh, give him uh, any sort of compensation. They're fighting that in court still. But instead of crying, she said, okay, we got to put our brains together and think of a, of a business. <clears throat> and they did. They're in the ice cream business now. They make their own ice cream, which is really popular. And they're doing okay. Yeah, I think it's, it's normal if you, you, you feel scared at that moment and maybe you don't know what to do and you have a very self, you know, low self-esteem in that moment because everything just falling apart. But I don't think that you should just focusing on, oh, I've been fired. I've been fired. You need to move on and, and try to find another thing that you will like or even 
something that even if you don't like the work that you just found just for that moment just to focus on yeah i don't like this job but this job that i hate is gonna help me to go where i want to go but if you stay just focusing on what's wrong i don't think you really have the energy to find something or do something yeah i agree with you if Maybe you're going to get another job that's not so great or not to your liking, but just view it as a, a stepping stone in the right direction. At least you're not unemployed. Or if you self-employ, you know, excel at that. I mean, but you have to, you have to stay positive. Yeah. It's even harder, I think, when it's your own business who's falling apart mm-hmm. because you feel like you're failing in every single way in your life as a partner, as a worker, as your company, you know. But instead of having this person, you know, oh, do something, why did you do that and stuff like that, you should do the opposite and help that person to go back and find something new. I agree. Yeah. I think it's the best way to to go. Um... What about relationships that, or people that see relationship as a business, you know? Yeah, no, like, I think a relationship is not a business transaction. Partners shouldn't be viewed as as numbers. You, you shouldn't go into it with that mentality. If you're If you're thinking of a serious relationship. Yeah, the problem is that these days people do not see relationships that the way the same way we should see or let's say our grandparents, our parents used to see them. Because now it's like, you know, uh it doesn't work. I don't have the element of surprise or I don't know, um that moment of adrenaline, you know, that makes me go thrill and everything. And so I want to change my partner for something new. And that's kind of the same thing that happens when you work. Uh, like you don't have the same kind of excitement and you know, they don't giving you, they're they not giving you what you think that you should have. So it's easier just to say, okay, I'm going to change and, and have something new. Well, sorry uh, if there's... <clears throat> Yeah, no, I agree. Like they say you should be at you sh- if you are employed, you should stay at your job for between three to five years these days. In the past it was 30 years. That's changed too. But with relationships, I mean certainly you cannot be in a relationship two months if, if you're if you're taking it seriously like if you see the person as a as a good partner and they've already done well during those two months don't just hesitate and think oh well you know what it's been two months i think i should move on you know like if if the person is is worth your time and you've seen it and you're you're feeling it don't even question yourself i mean I know people that meet 
one person and they say, oh, they're great, they're great. And then I find out, oh, now they're dating somebody else. And it's like, but I thought you really liked that other person. Well, yeah, but you know, then I met this, you know, there's, there's flaky people out there, too many flaky people. Yeah. The problem is that they complain because they don't they don't have a partner, a stable partner. But in order to do so or have a good job and 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 have that feeling of belonging, you need stability somehow. I mean, things gonna are going to change no matter what. No matter if your relationship is the best relationship ever, they the even the best relationship relationship ever is gonna have problems. So they will be changes and. The more time you spend together, it's going to be more changes because people change. And if you have a, a relationship and start having any kind of problem, no matter if it's, it's a, you know, a money problem or not, if you change constantly, constantly, you won't find what is the real problem because all these changes all the time will make you anxious and you won't focus on the right problem, where the problem is, on the right thing. You will just be focusing on your, oh, I'm anxious. Your anxiety will be the, the focus of your attention and you're not going to be able to, to see what is the real problem. Because sometimes, you know, in relationships, we all have ups and downs and sometimes we have money problems. And we also have other problems, not only money problems. And instead of facing those problems and find a solution, it becomes so easily to blame the money problems and make the money problems the biggest problems of all, when it's not even the biggest one. Yeah, and I guess that would bring me to, you know, mentioning the changes. Um, and bringing about anxiety due to those constant changes. Well, you, you have to know that there's no perfect relationship and that now and then, I'm not saying every day, but now and then you're going to be faced with, with a crisis or crises. And if, if you feel your partner is worth it and he or she feels the same, then you've got to face the music, you know? Yeah. It, relationships and life and everything is not about the quality of the experience because it's not a drug it's not a, a financial movement it's not you know it's it's life mm -hmm. of course we all need stuff of course we need money because that's the way the world is working now now but it's not everything i mean Sometimes you will have a partner who will say, oh, you know, I did that for you and I give you that. But you, don't, you cannot expect that someone who spends $1,000 for you will spend another $1,000 for you. Maybe the way that person's going to give you something is in a totally different way. But you will have a balance. Right. When the, when the cows are fat, maybe the luxuries can be allowed. But... When the cows are thin, you know, you just have to to stick it through with your partner if you if you really love them and, and again vice versa. And also you can compensate with things like, I don't know, helping out at home, like chores. Like if, if there are certain chores you don't usually do, maybe do it 
to help them out or maybe if you always cook maybe they can start cooking some of the day you know yeah being being a team exactly exactly it's about being a team because if you expect that it only works in one way no it's a failure sure thing <laughs> yeah and you know i'm going to mention a few they're not lovely cases to talk about but i'm just going to say you know i've i can mention at least three cases where there was not enough communication oh yeah communication is the key yeah. to everything and in the three cases i'm sorry like i like watching <laughs> crimes not i i like i it's not that i sit down and eat popcorn but it's interesting to hear about them you know these crimes they're not crimes of passion they're crimes of 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 escape for passion to to obtain passion with another person and i'm talking about scott peterson chris coleman and chris watts all ended in tragedies all three men murdered their spouses and offspring mm-hmm. and i think in all three cases there was a lack of honesty oh yeah i agree with that you know that they they you know whether they were afraid of saying i'm not say, i'm not defending them at all what they did all three of them was heinous what i'm saying is if if there's no communication like maybe there's their partners had no idea or maybe suspected something but they obviously didn't talk about things like divorce or saying you know i'm out of i'm out of love and the the one that i just saw which uh, this is another type of crime but i just saw a series called love and death with um elizabeth olson based on another true story about a woman who was bored in her marriage went off and had an affair and then the wife of her lover found out was going to kill her or that's what they say and and she ended up killing the wife in self defense that's what said or what's understood in this uh series but again why did they all get to that point because there was a lack of communication yeah and you have a lot of of crime that uh the partner is killed because of insurance life insurance because oh. of the money and again maybe you should just get into a divorce or find another thing to do but yeah some people are are just looking for money and they are capable of do horrible stuff because as i said we all need money somehow but some people are really like attracted by money and the only thing it's matter that matters is money like oh i don't care if the guy is going to just kick my daughter's ass for the rest of her life but he has a lot of money that's all it matters you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. oh that one reminds me there's there's a story about i think it was i i don't remember the nationality and i can't remember the name of the man but there's a movie called the reversal of fortune where this man injected his wife his rich heiress wife with insulin so that she enter a diabetic coma yeah and, and then, then yeah you know and that's a, a yeah insurance exactly yeah so because whether, it was a big 
kind of insulin thing, you will end up with a heart attack and it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> it exactly. was too quick to eat. Yeah, no, well, she, well, he injected her, but what am I getting at? The reasons behind these crimes are either other people, other paramours, yeah. or cash itself. Yeah, a lot of them are for, because of cash. Um, and another thing that I, I, I think it's a very good idea, it's when you are in a relationship or you're moved in with your partner and you're doing the big next step, I think it's important to talk if you have debt and, you know, to know how to deal with that and how big is the debt is because somehow you need to be sure that that's the what where you want to go with, right? Because yeah. You know, <laughs> and find a way, again, how to help this person to get over this. If it's a realistic, when I say realistic debt, I mean, okay, a few thousand dollars, whatever, and you can help out, but not. No, like I'm not million. saying that helping, giving him the money, but giving him the way, helping him to find the way to do so. Because sometimes you, in the United States, for example, when you have an horrible debt because you're a student and student debts are awful. We all know that it's terrible and when you have one you cannot say you should tell your partner that you have that debt and find a way to to help your partner to to find a work or you know to help him with that because emotionally it can be very hard to the other person to just be you know with the burden of the economic problem Yeah, no, well, with finances, you know, bankruptcy and whatnot, you know, keep it, it like emotional support. If you want uh, a little, if you can, a little bit of financial support. But if it's a debt that's just out of this world over, I don't know, drugs, yeah. then right, I draw the line, you know. Uh, yeah. Another thing that we should take... Um, in consideration is when you are with someone and you need to know if the quality of life that you're seeking for is the same that your partner wants. Because if you're dreaming about have the life of Kim Kardashian and you are marrying a guy who doesn't have even half of the money that they have, it's obvious that you won't have that kind of money, the, the life you dream of. So yeah, you need to real. be aware about that. If you really love that person and love can do it and you and love is the key of your relationship, well maybe you can just decide that you won't have the Kardashian style life, right? Or I'm gonna be rude saying that and very cold, or seriously, change your partner. Yeah, exactly. Realistic goals. That's why I, I kind of do like in the this show I recommended. It's interesting, at least Indian matchmaking because they create you know profiles that match what the person who signed up for Indian matchmaking wants, as opposed to something like Tinder, where you might see a good-looking guy, but maybe all he wants to do is live on the beach and have, <laughs> a, yeah. you know. Yeah, because we all know that money is part of life. And if you want 
in the future have kids or a good house or whatever, you won't be with with someone who wants to live it just at the beach, you know? Yeah, even if he's a merman, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, or if you're a person who really doesn't like camping, you're not going to go seeking a, an outdoorsy guy who says every weekend, hey, let's go camping. Exactly. Because you're going to want it, you're going to be miserable. Exactly. It's the same thing with money. And a friend of mine just, uh, we were talking and he said something that really, I, th I thought it was nice and in, in very interesting and a very good way to go with your finance is that they got married and somehow they talk and they came with that idea of having a joint account, bank account. But at the same time, they keep they kept their own, you know, bank account. Mm -hmm. So they talk about how much the joint accounts needed to be filled every month and whatever, you know, for expenses like food, electricity, water, you know, home expenses like everybody mm -hmm. has. And that way, they will have that joint account for what they need for every day in their house and expenses but if you want to go buy shoes or clothes or whatever without giving any kind of explanation you keep your own and private bank account so you 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 have the this part of um togetherness because you have that bank account together but at, at the same time you don't feel that you're losing your individuality with your own bank account. And I think that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, I agree. Because sometimes, yeah, some, and you have the right to treat yourself. If you work hard in that, I agree with that. You know, and then they say in relationships, not just with bank accounts, but with your own person, you, okay, you can real reveal a maximum of 70% of yourself to your partner, but keep the other 30% to yourself. Yeah. You have to love yourself, you, you know? Need, yeah, exactly. You need, to, you need to take care of yourself. Absolutely. And it's, yeah. it's not nice to, to go and buy something and just always, oh, I buy that because, you know, and I have to, and giving a hundred tons of explanations. When you can actually have your own money, and be independent, but at the same time, you don't lose, you know, that togetherness. Yeah. Yeah. I think I it's agree. a brilliant idea. I agree. And also, uh, people, anybody who, like, asks you for your password, like your email password, or wants to be checking your phone all the time, that really, I'm against it, okay? Uh, that, again, that's... You have the right to have your privacy. I'm not saying disrespect the other person. I'm saying you have the right to have your moments of privacy for your own sanity. So, and the reason I'm saying this is because I experienced a person who wanted me to give him my everything. My email password, my bank account password, everything that came, that showed up on my phone. Am I with this person today? No. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not nice to have someone who is 
toxic at the point that they need to know what exactly what your expenses are or what are you doing with your time and stuff like that it's not it's not nice but i mean if you're in a very nice relationship it has nothing to do with the fact that you have a password because you know that they, they will not cross that line right it's yeah, like don't you can have even you know the nip of your husband's or spouse or whatever girlfriend partner bank uh, credit card but you know that they won't use it just you know to be mean or whatever because there there is trust there it doesn't happen often but it can work time to time they they i know people that are able not to go into the phone and go to into the bank accounts or messages and whatever and actually they can answer the phone and sometimes one is in the toilet and oh can't you please just answer this message for me you know and it's kind of cool yeah when you have that level of trust and respect well, because trust without respect doesn't go far exactly yeah no what i'm pushing is when people demand it of you then that's yeah that's not good it's when they are they are toxic yeah and yeah. that's when actually if you are in a situation when the other one has a lot more money than you can be completely financial abusing you oh yeah yeah no you you'll figure it out with the right partner but It's, we're yeah. just you know mentioning what could be possible red flags everybody is different but you know just remember these little tips we've we've given you today and i hope it's gonna help some of you with your problems and find a solution with your partners yeah yeah well i guess it's a wrap right yes ma'am all righty well have a great one my dear Michaela. You too, Renee. And I will see you next week. All righty. See you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.